0: When I was about 25 years old, I was uh, busted and into jail and it was there that I came to the Lord. History Makers with Matt Prater. Prater. Hi and welcome to History Makers, I'm Matt Prater. Today our guest host is Grace Buckman.
1: Hello and welcome to History Makers. I'm Grace Buckman and today we're chatting with Felicia Limmer, who is the host of the Quick Sticks Bible Stories alongside three of her beautiful children – Very excited to be speaking with her today and hearing more about her story and ministry. So welcome to History Makers.
0: Hi, Grace. It's so great to be with you.
1: So lovely to have you here too. First of all, love for you to tell me a bit about your background. So where were you born and
0: raised? Oh, well, we said I'm Aussie, but actually I'm a secret Kiwi Grace. So I was born in New Zealand uh, with the Cuzzy Bros in Wellington, and uh, mum and dad decided to move us over here when I was about eight. So I've spent almost all my life in Australia, so I'm I'm a dual citizen, so I'm pretty proud of that, that I have sort of both, uh, but mostly an Aussie. And we've been here ever since. So I was raised in Brisbane, and now we live on the Gold Coast with my family.
1: Yeah, lovely. And so what happens then when any sporting events happen? (laughs) How do you go for Australia or New Zealand? (laughs) Oh, look,
0: my family will say I'm the worst. I just go for whoever's winning.
1: (laughs) The way, that's definitely the way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I do like the All Blacks because I have really good memories of watching them win when I was little with, like, fish and chips on the floor in front of the TV. Um, Yes, but generally Australia I go for because they're more likely to win in lots of sports. But shh, don't tell the Kiwis that, but... No, gold.
1: (laughs) Awesome. Well, tell me a little about how you came to know Jesus as well. What's your? Were you born in a Christian home? What did that look like for you?
0: Yeah, look, I feel so blessed. I remember when I was a kid thinking, I don't have a testimony, but I think I probably have what is one of the most blessed testimonies you can have is that I was born and raised in a Christian home. And you can trace back Christians and pastors in my family for many generations. And I'm now that I'm older, I really appreciate that heritage of faith. Um, my mum and dad actually became pastors when I was about 10 years old. And so we had a home church to begin with. So the church actually started in our living room. I remember clearing it all out so they could could be chairs, and this church started when I was sort of grade five or six, I think, and then uh, it just kept growing, and we moved out, thankfully, not too long, and I yeah, but I think for me, there was a big turning point when I was a teenager, um, just when I finished high school, and I'd been certainly going to church, and I knew all the Bible stories, and um, been in youth group, and all those sorts of things, and there was a visiting minister who came through, and he talked about the importance of Uh, the Bible, the Word of God, how it's real and God actually wants to be part of your everyday life and how to be filled with the Spirit and the fact that then God can lead and guide you through your everyday life as well. And just hearing that truth, and my poor dad, he's probably had been preaching it for years and years and years, (laughs) but hearing it from somebody else, it came alive to me and through that he he, at the end of it said you know what we'd like to offer you a scholarship to come to bible college if you would come down to bible college and be in our music team i was playing flute and some other things at that point so if you come down and be on our music team we'll give you a scholarship Um, so i quit uni actually deferred and moved to bible school and haven't looked back since so i think there's different levels isn't there Always born and raised a Christian, but like yourself, Grace, I'm sure you had a moment where it just, you had to make that transition from where it was your parents' faith and the faith that you'd sort of grown up with to being real and living for yourself.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I can so relate to what you said as well. I remember years and years growing up in a Christian home. I'm hearing all these big interesting crazy testimonies from people and I thought oh my gosh mine is so boring here I am I've grown up in a Christian home I go to church on Sunday I go to youth group on Friday and I remember just years and years just longing to have something different but you're right it is it is the most blessed testimony to have to to have the ability to grow up in a Christian home to know God your whole life to, to experience him as a child, as a teen, as an adult and growing and and letting him guide you throughout all the areas of your life. So I can definitely relate to that, but also so much to that moment of, you can hear about God your whole life, but it really does at some point need to drop from your head to your heart where you actually understand who God is the sacrifice that Jesus made, the importance of the Bible and prayer and all of that just coming together. So yeah, it makes a, a very big difference when that actually drops and you go, ah, oh, yeah. Yes. I get it. Now I yeah. get it. Yeah. So Bible study on then you got that scholarship, you went off to to Bible college. How how did that look for you then? Did you were you looking to be moving more into the music space or
0: Pastoring, did you have any idea where that might lead? It's funny, you know, Grace, and I still say this to my kids because they're talking about wanting to go to Bible school when they finish school and things. And I've always thought, and it was so true, it's actually just a great foundation for the rest of your life, whatever that looks like, because it really settles for you what it is that you believe and why you believe it. And so I looked at it as being two years of preparation for life, whatever that might be, and that God could move it in any direction, but I would feel really settled in my beliefs and and being able to share my faith. Um, And so I I didn't really have any preconceived ideas of what that would look like after Bible school, um, but certainly knew that God would be able to use it in the future. So it's an exciting time going through Bible college.
1: Yeah, I bet. I think that's really good what you said, though, that so often we can only see Bible college as you go to Bible college and then you graduate and then you become the pastor of a church. Yes. But it is, it's is—it's so important to actually really, like you said, have that foundation of what do I believe? Why do I believe what I believe? How do I study the word of God? And yeah. really a lot of those basics of the faith that sometimes we we don't always see taught in that much detail or practically at church. But yeah, I think sometimes for people can probably a little bit of be some freedom in knowing that, that it doesn't always have to lead you to being a pastor. A lot of people yes. are called to that and that's a real blessing, but not everyone is because God needs people in schools, in church, but also the corporate workplace. He needs people yeah. in so many areas in industry. So, I imagine that was quite good for you just not feeling like you were stuck in a box that he would only end. In one place.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I think because my mum and dad were pastors, and often pastors' kids I mean, I take my hat off to anyone who was a pastors' kid and then decides to become a pastor because you see how hard it is. Such a hard job. So I really had very little desire to go and be an actual pastor. Um, so I agree with you, Grace. And now, part of what I do is I, um, I help at Christian Heritage College with their undergraduate business programs. And we train now, I'm able to use that faith to help people where they wanna become an accountant or in marketing or whatever, this is what wanna do HR, um, that they can actually use their faith in the workforce and also build purpose-driven businesses themselves. I mean, how amazing to think that God has put inside of you so many skills and, and wonderful things. He's packed you full and it's not necessarily just for a Sunday morning, but actually it can be used Monday through Friday and Saturday and Sunday as well in so many different ways to be a blessing. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. I remember one of the best things that I ever did when it would have been one of the young adults camps at the previous church I went to. We yeah. had some people come along who were in the business space and they did the Gallup Strengths Test with oh, all yeah. of us. So we went through yeah. the long test prior to the camp and then they went through, they gave us our results. And that was one of the most, sounds crazy, but one of the most yeah. pivotal points of my life because it was like, oh, here are all the way, like, this is how God has made me. These are my strengths. This is why I do really well in this area or why I feel really satisfied in this kind of job where I'm working with this kind of people or, or doing this kind of work. And I love it when we can actually really individually press into the skills God has given us and not just have to use that in church or in one area, but in all areas of ministry and work and relationships, friendships, family and I yeah it, it's so important and beautiful just to be settled in that settled in who you are how God has made you as well which is really yeah. cool well
0: because you're so fearfully and wonderfully made when you think like God counts the hairs on your head and so like our bathroom's full of, of hairs in the shower every day so there's lots of hair being lost but God knows he has to recount it daily in this house uh, he knows you so intimately and he's designed you for a purpose and I think that excites me still to this day that people can understand that and be able to walk in it. And I love that when you think through work, you're going to reach and meet so many more people and so many people who will never set foot in a church. Like there are so You'll be Jesus or the only person who they, people see Jesus through if they're never going to come into a church. And so it's such a great opportunity the workspaces that we're in every day. Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. Such a blessing. And I know for you as well. So when you start to talk about purpose, I know a few years ago you started the Quick Sticks Bible Stories with your kids. Tell me a little bit more about that. What does that journey look like for you?
0: Yeah, yeah. So when my kids were really little, they're th- sort of two years apart, and there's three of them. So when Bella was about six, we had six and a four-year-old and a two-year-old. Um, and one thing that's really been important to me is as a mum is that my kids have Christ and their faith really real to them from a really young age. And I wanted them to understand that the people we see in the Bible are real people, and these are real situations, and that we are really going to meet them in heaven one day. And so when they were very little, it occurred to me that if I went through a kid's Bible, they would only probably come into contact or learn about maybe 10 or 12 of these these wonderful men and women. You might meet Esther, you might meet Noah, and you might see Moses, right, parting the Red Sea. But the Bible is Full of incredible stories of God coming through in these difficult situations. But it's really hard if you've got tiny kids or even for us to read the Bible because it's in language that's sometimes a little bit challenging to understand. And the stories can be really long. And the attention span of my kids when they were that little and probably today is sort of three to five minutes. <laughs> so um, God challenged me when they were those ages, just in there when they were asleep. So during that time, I started just writing Little devotions, little versions of Bible stories, true to the story, true to the words, exactly as it is in the Bible, but with simple language that they could understand. And the idea was it was really quick, but we could do it at breakfast or just before we were about to go out somewhere. I could sit them down for three minutes and tell them this piece of a Bible story. And if I did that over a school year, we would get through almost 200 of these little stories, which is actually quite a few. And so we called them Quick Sticks. And to begin with, it was just for us. And then um, I started uh, blogging it. And then a couple of years ago, I just felt like, you know what? The technology is there now. Maybe I'll record them and I'll get the kids speaking it because the only thing that's more powerful than reading the Word of God is actually speaking out the Word of God. And uh, if you can have the Word of God in your mouth... And your kids' mouth, oh my goodness, Grace! It's so exciting. So, thankfully, the kids were onto it. Some of the first ones were pretty dodgy, um, <laughs> you know. Very, they were little; they couldn't really. Some of them, uh, yeah, the reading was a bit average, and certainly the tech setup was a bit average. Um, But I was so proud of them for having a go. So we started publishing them. And then now we're into our second year, actually just about to finish our second year of recording. Um, And it's it's been fantastic. I can see the kids growing. They're like, oh, I've done this story before. Yes, you have. You know this one. And we did Nehemiah and The Wall today. And having Josh sit next to me and my 14-year-old now, oh, he's got so big, um, just being willing and to take on that story and read as much as you can and own it and at the end come up with a little moral ending for kids. It just blesses me as a mum. So it's lovely to be able to share it with others as well.
1: Love that it's something that you can actually do with your family and with your children. So often we only look to the pastor or the people who are more further along in their faith and they're the ones who'll do everything and carry everything. But Mm. it's so cool that it's like God can... God can use you, just someone from someone from Brisbane or someone from the Gold Coast yeah. to start writing these stories, to sharing it. He can bring your kids into it. And I know there'll be so many families and children who are so blessed by it. And it's the beautiful simplicity of the gospel and the word of God, but how much power it has in, in a child's life, right? Like you said, not only just reading those stories, but speaking it out, learning from those people. And it, it really can help shape our our character and yeah i i love that that has been something that you've been able to experience and share it with so many
0: families as well yeah it's been so fun and we've been so blessed because Purposefully, and you'll see, you'll know, Grace, I'm not brilliant with um, having time for social media and sharing (laughs) and creating a big platform for it. Um, But God is amazing, you know, we just, He brings opportunities along the path, and we just believe it'll be where it needs to be. And and this year, we've had the opportunity um, to connect in with Vision, so Vision Christian Media, and, and they've asked whether we can play it through Vision Kids. And I said, Of course. So I'm. Um, because we've only been doing school days and they want the whole year, I'm suddenly having to write a bunch more stories, but it's a good challenge. But that's an, a great opportunity to be able to share it with a, a larger audience. Mm. Um, but that same message of faith going out through the airwaves, it's, it's a wonderful opportunity.
1: Mm. It's just when people are available, right? You go, God, here I am. I have I have this skill. I'm, I'm putting out these stories I want I want you to use me. I want you to put it in front of the right people and he yeah. will he will always come through. He will always open up the right doors. So that's yeah, that's a real blessing and even just the, the more reach that you'll now have on vision for more children, more families, more parents as well to be blessed by that, which is incredible. But for anyone listening who does have maybe little kids themselves or they've got friends who have little kids, where can they find more about your Bible stories in the podcast? Where can they find it on
0: vision as well? Yeah, sure. So you can find us directly um, through Quick Sticks Bible Story. So that's Quick Sticks. Like I don't know if you ever, did your mum ever say that to you, Grace? I don't know if I'm the only mum in Australia who goes, Quick Sticks, time to get ready. I might be getting old. But anyway, that's what my kids, that's where it comes from. Um, so Quick Sticks, just spelt quick and sticks. And you can find that through your podcast apps if you want to come directly to us or Quick Sticks Daily through Instagram, you can connect. Um, and I will try and post in there. There's a, a little bit of content. Content um, and also through the Vision Christian Media app. So that's a, a free app that you can download, and you can listen to so much content there from the Vision team. So you can listen live to Vision Kids through the app, which is what I do as I driving around now. I actually I love listening to the Kids Station. <laughs> um, or you can also hunt down the podcasts, and there's so many great podcasts on. So I think Grace, you might even be on that app through with History Makers here, and the, certainly. Quick Sticks is there as well.
1: <laughs> all right, that's awesome. Praise God. Well, thank you so much for coming on and just sharing a bit more about who you are, what you're doing with the ministry, and even just hearing more about your story and, and your journey growing up in a Christian home and just that encouragement that for anyone who has grown up in a Christian home, it is such a beautiful and strong and powerful testimony to be walking with the Lord the whole way. You don't always have to have this big, crazy testimony with all this drama and, and heartache. Yeah. <laughs> There is something so beautiful about being raised in the faith with Christian parents, that beautiful generational blessing and, and continuing to to walk in that as well. So there's beauty and power in all testimonies, all walks of life, and, and God can use everything. As well, so thank you so much for for joining us on the show today. I reckon you're a history maker, and looking forward to seeing and hearing more about your ministry soon.
0: Awesome, thanks, Grace. If you'd like to hear this conversation again, listen online anytime at HistoryMakersRadio.com. There, you'll also find links to all of our social media channels, and you can subscribe to our iTunes podcast. HistoryMakers is a faith-based ministry, and we want to thank everyone for their generous support. If you've got a suggestion of anyone we should interview, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless. I'm Matt Prater, and my challenge to you now is to go and make history.
1: Matt Prater's latest book is now available. History Makers, devotions, downloads, and dad jokes. It will take you on a journey through God's Word and will hopefully give a few laughs along the way. It's just $15 plus postage. Order now at historymakersradio.com. Discounts available for bulk orders. The heart behind this book is to challenge people to get into the habit of daily devotions with Jesus. Find out more at historymakersradio.com. Station sponsor.